Want to know the big three secrets to success? Gabe Peterson is someone who crushes it in both his career and personal life. I mean, who the heck can run an ultra race in the Alps of 227 miles on seven hours of sleep over five days? This same guy, using the same approach, has risen to the top level in his career. How does he do it? Let's get into it. Running is more individual. Sure, it's yeah. part of a, you're part of a community, but it's really about it's really about yeah you know, what yourself. You have control of everything, yeah. <laughs> sort of. Which is sometimes is worse because you we're not honest with ourselves a lot. Um, ah. And so the classic is you get someone who has this running goal, and you're like, okay, it's really easy to see if you're gonna have a chance of. I want to do say a sub three hour marathon. Okay, right. go go run a half marathon, and if you can do it in this time, you know, like an hour hour and twenty minutes or something like that. You can probably run a sub three and you go, what's your fastest half marathon? Well, I've done a two hour half marathon. Okay. It's like, a long way. Yeah. You, you got work to do. So sometimes it's harder doing it by yourself because, and I think this is why coaching is important in athletics is you have someone who's giving you that feedback. Like, okay, I hear your goal. You want to get to three hour marathon. You're at more like a four hour marathon. Now here's what we have to do to get you there. That's probably like a two or three year goal of really focusing on running a, a marathon that fast. Use the marathon analogy because, you know, people kind of understand marathons, a lot of people run them. Whereas teamwork is, it's more, I think there are a lot more variables yeah. and it's a team that you don't necessarily, it's a, you know, hybrid team. Some, some people mm -hmm. report are part of my team. They're my direct reports. So I have some ability to directly influence what they do, but it, most of the products we roll out are not for the technology team. <laughs> They're yeah, for the business unit, like scientists doing research in the lab. So when they come to me with those unrealistic goals and you go, okay, well, here's what, you know, the work we have to put in. Oh, I don't want to, I'm too busy to put in that kind of work, uh, but I still want that goal. So I put in some early tests to see, are they really committed? I want to do mm -hmm. this project. I'm like, okay, here's what it's going to take from your team. We need a product owner, someone from your team who can really drive ah. the vision for this product. Oh, I don't have anyone that can do that. Who is not busy. Okay. That's fine. I, I totally understand it but we can't do that project right now. You're not committed to this project <laughs> that you won't give me a product owner. Yeah. Here's what I'll need. Uh, we'll need a product owner. We'll need people to be a part of this team developing this product. If they're too busy, I totally understand it, but we won't be successful. And yeah, I want to invest in projects where we're going to be successful for a company. It seems so obvious, but I would say based on my experience, that's probably one of the easiest places that technology leaders can trip up because they want to say yes to something. They want to be helpful. And in the end of the day, they're not going to be helpful because there are realities to what it takes to get certain things accomplished. 